This is the yearbook internet sportscast. The internet sportscast that this is completely true. If you've ever sat through one of these podcasts, you can definitely see this happening. And it's not like there's just one of them. There are a bunch. There's a ton. This is the internet sportscast that is less popular than other internet sportscasts that went out of business years ago. Either they haven't produced an episode in like a year or two, or they went defunct years ago. (laughs) This is like running for office and losing to the dead guy. The Milwaukee Bucks are NBA champions. The perennial not-quite-good-enough team from the 1980s that was never heard from again just won the NBA title. And just two years after we said the Raptors just won the NBA title. That's what parody looks like. Which is ironic because the NBA is not the best argument for parody. Even though it's salary capped, most of the talent still heads for the same four teams. Which is also ironic because none of that talent heads for the Knicks who play in the league's biggest market. Although a lot of it did head for the Nets. So the Bucks trade for Drew Holiday, which was a win the finals or else move, actually pays off. On the other side, more heartbreak for the Suns, who had a 2-0 lead in these finals 28 years after they lost a 1993 finals. So evenly matched, the Suns and Bulls both scored the exact same number of points. The Suns and Bulls both scored a total of 640 points in that finals, the only time in NBA finals history that's ever happened. But Jordan and the Suns lost. So it was the rare time this year in the Western Conference that all the serious contenders were looking to make history and win their first NBA championship. All the regular contenders were not contending, but obviously only one of these new contenders could represent the Western Conference. And Phoenix ultimately gets through into the finals, and Phoenix ultimately does not win its first championship this year. Although the Bucks, even though they've won before, It's been 50 years. She was standing. T.J. Newman, a real-life flight attendant who wrote a suspense novel out now titled Falling about flight attending, worked a lot of red-eye flights. And on one of those Virgin America red-eye flights, she looks out at the mostly sleeping passengers and was struck right then and there by the idea for the book. You'll get the idea about what the idea for the book was if you read the book. We were curious if she was sitting down when the big moment came. But T.J. Newman says she was standing at the front of the plane when the book's plot came to her. Says in the yearbook at Hotmail.com, I'm your host, Doug. This month, college athletes were officially allowed to start making money off their status as college athletes. So in other words, a Nichols State football player, just for example, a Nichols State football player can do a commercial for a car dealership and get paid for it with actual real money, and that is now okay with the NCAA. I am in favor of this, absolutely. And there is a lot to talk about with this, but for now, let's just focus on just one thing. That one thing is we can't know how big this endorsement thing is going to get. No one even predicted it was going to be big at all Uh, before the NCAA took action on this. Everyone pretty much said the same thing. As far as player compensation goes, this is the least 
the NCAA can do, and it's not going to affect much. Uh, the saying went that out of the dozens and dozens and dozens of players on a college football team, for example, only maybe the star running back and the star quarterback figured to do any autograph shows or get any endorsements. And of the more than 250 college football teams in Division One A and Division One AA, only a very few are actually famous enough to have a star running back and or a star quarterback that figured to get any endorsements. And nearly all the other athletes in all the other sports at all the other schools wouldn't get any endorsements at all. So they really wouldn't see any impact from this. The media pretty much unanimously agreed. Even if college athletes are allowed to make money, almost no one would make any money. But exactly the opposite of that is happening so far. Immediately, a gym owner reportedly offers to pay every single University of Miami football player to promote his gym. So all 90 Miami football players, all the backups, everyone might get paid. The Cavender twins, their twin players on Fresno State's women's basketball team, they immediately signed two endorsement deals. So two players on a pretty anonymous team were a very hot commodity with sponsors. A University of South Dakota volleyball player right away signs a deal to promote a chain of local car washes. None of this is a problem. I'm completely in favor of it. The only point is that I think everyone, including me, way underestimated college athletes' attractiveness to sponsors. For one thing, I would think college players cost a lot less than the pros. The new rules suddenly make having an endorser relatively affordable. Also, there's a whole lot of so-called non-revenue college teams, college teams that don't get a lot of attention, that still mean a whole lot to their immediate communities. University of Nebraska women's volleyball players, for example, they should be very popular influencers under this. Uh, college sports observers, including me, also somehow undervalued the power of social media. Fresno State gave the Cavender Twins a platform where they could play, get publicized, travel around the country, and get seen. But the Cavender Twins figured out the internet. So they are national names no matter how Fresno State does on the court. The lure of social media, as in luring businesses, that's another factor. Sponsors don't necessarily need to shoot a $100,000 commercial with their new college star endorser. Uh, the Hartford Current newspaper says UConn basketball player Paige Beckers could make six figures annually in endorsement money, which seems a little low just when you consider Beckers is the best women's player in the country. But Beckers also has pretty big Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok followings, and the best women's player in the country with more than a million social media fans, that looks even better. South Dakota volleyball player Brooklyn Bullweg's deal with the car washes, at least in part, it had her mentioning the car wash chain on her social media accounts. If you have a lot of internet followers, even if you're a men's soccer player in college, that could be really valuable. The point, again, is no one knows how big or small the student-athlete endorsement thing is going to get because no one even correctly predicted how the first two weeks of this were going to go. What we do now know is just four months after teams in the NCAA women's basketball tournament had subpar food, almost non-existent weight facilities, and cheaper COVID testing compared to the men's teams, just four months after women's basketball teams had to travel 
to get the less sensitive COVID test and then pass the time resting on the pavement or the wall outside the testing center just four months after that. A women's basketball player is reportedly one of the nation's most coveted endorsers. Twin women's basketball players from a team that didn't even make the NCAA tournament signed splashy commercial contracts. The first student athlete in the entire state of South Dakota to sign an endorsement contract was a women's volleyball player and a defensive specialist yet. And the student athlete who might potentially make more endorsement money than anyone else is an LSU women's gymnast. Happy Scott Dixon's birthday. Dixon is the legendary IndyCar driver who's still driving. He turned 41 on the 22nd, so he finally got to celebrate his birthday in peace. IndyCar is in the middle of a month off, presumably to make room on the TV for the Olympics. So for once on his birthday, Dixon wasn't racing or prepping for a race. But after the last race before the break, back on July 4th, Dixon made the interesting comment that the long break will be interesting. So maybe having his birthday off maybe wasn't a welcome thing. Baseball teams come back from the four-day All-Star break playing like a bunch of snake lights. So it'll be interesting to see how IndyCar drivers and teams come back from a month off or even how they spent the long break. 